0: Hey, everybody. I am here with J.O. and C.O., Christy Ogden here. (laughs) And uh, hey, this is part two of our talk about the Enneagram. How do we love God uh, through this process? How do we love others? And how do we healthily love ourselves Mm -hmm. in a biblical framework? In the first um, uh, podcast, we talked a little bit about um, what, it, what is the Enneagram? What does each of the numbers mean? We had a little fun bantering back and forth about our own lives and journey. And we talked a little bit about identifying uh, uh, your, your Enneagram number in order to do those love things well, God, mm-hmm. others, and self. And today we wanna to do two, uh, two things specifically, Christy. I want you to take us in, uh, how do I become healthy? How does this uh-huh. help me become healthy uh, uh, unto Jesus? And then, how do I use these this enneagram knowledge to serve others? Great. So you just take off. And yeah. Go.
1: Okay. So um, I wanted to share a little bit. I shared in the last podcast of just kind of how I start. I discovered it when I experienced my own pain point. Yeah. Um, and so, um, let me share a little bit more of that journey. So I. Um, experienced what i felt like as a, was a really big betrayal um it was someone that was very close to me at this time that i started hearing about the enneagram and um, um basically i felt like oh i thought you were gonna be with me forever and then mm-hmm. you're then you're not yeah. and and i found in my own self like this was causing a lot more pain than i Usually I kind of like deal with something, like take it to the Lord. We deal with it and move on. But I was like, this is like sticking like something Mm -hmm. that is shouldn't be, in my opinion, sticking that much. And it was getting, it was harder for me to deal with. And at the same time, I'm learning, okay, about the Enneagram. And what I learned is that with an eight, my number the challenger is that that is like my fear is betrayal by others. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea that that was, um that was one of the fears. And so what my, what you do for that is you don't, you're not vulnerable. Like you put up self-protection so that you aren't, um, aren't hurt. And so what I recognized through that season is that first of all, it's, Okay, so I had to, like, continue to take it to the Lord and take it to Jordan and helping me become a healthy per- person in myself. But I realized, like, okay, the reality is I'm going to get betrayed, right?
0: Yeah, that's the reality. Yeah, I mean, it's... You're loving and serving people. Yes, like, yeah. that's
1: going to happen. And... I recognized after talking to friends, like through the system, is they're like, Christy, I don't feel like you're very vulnerable to like Mm. you. Like, I feel like you don't fully let me know what's going in. And I and, you know, some of that's being a pastor where you kind of just can't let everyone know about everything. I'm like, sure. you want me to talk about you? You're my problem. Sometimes I can't always yes. talk about that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sorry. Come on now. <laughs> but I'm, joking. I'm kind of joking. But, <laughs> um, but I recognize in myself like, okay, if I want to be a whole, a healthy version of myself, I've got to deal with the reality that people are going to betray me and, and recognize like I feel betrayed and that hurts and let God meet me at that place. Right. But then also let myself be okay with vulnerable, like being vulnerable with other people. So I had to practice being being vulnerable. And I'm like, it's not like I'm, I wasn't hiding. Yes. Hiding anything, but like just letting people in more. And so that they, people felt like I was, they were I was known to them in ways that I didn't recognize. And through that, of course, what do you allow? You're allowing people to, mini- you're letting the body of Christ mm. minister and love you, which actually makes me more pre- protected when I think like vulner not being vulnerable is protecting myself. It's actually like allowing the body of Christ Christ to protect to love me and make me more mm-hmm. protected. Mm-hmm. So it's working on those different parts of what you see. So each one of us has this like core like um desire like mine was to protect myself um and our fear and fear, but it's recognizing okay, what is that? And then letting God meet me in that place so that I can, and it's, it takes practice. Like I don't, you don't just automatically know to know, Oh, I have trouble being vulnerable. So tomorrow I'm just going to let everyone like (laughs) know everything about me. Like that just doesn't happen, but you have to actively put yourself in situations that allows yourself to grow in Mm. vulnerability. Mm. And for Jordan, how do you feel like that works for you in growing and knowing about being an achiever? Like
2: Ingram three well, hear, three hear, hearing from you first was helpful because you would call me during that season and Chris she would have these questions of why why is this happening not why is the betrayal part but why My on the own, why internally is. It is. yes, is, yes. Is, is this happening and how basically how much longer is it gonna uh, t- last because I want because I want to get through it yeah and and that went and that went on for a while but it was actually okay yeah. because it led to a place of greater health. So ask me. That was on your side. Ask me again. Yeah. What you're so for on the third yours side. is
1: your need is to feel like you appear successful before people. And how mm-hmm. do you feel like the Lord has helped you grow into a healthier person and recognizing like um, that your core fear is right. to be worthless, a failure. Those so kind I, of things. So I would I
2: would say that there have been times. I think it's true for all of our lives. But if you if you're a listener and you identify with this number as well times of hiddenness mm-hmm. to where there are things, and we all do things that are not public, but there there just seem to be perhaps more opportunities to be sowing to the spirit mm-hmm. out of the public eye where God was leading me to do that to where I wasn't, therefore, you know, Jimmy wasn't seeing that or you mm-hmm. weren't seeing that or, or a friend, you know, someone around me. And so there was a lot of death to what you're describing. And then even in this last... I don't know 18 twenty four months there's been a lot of waiting on the Lord because we thought like God is leading us into that so therefore externally you can't look at my life and be like, oh you've been real You're productive achieving. or you've yes. been real, you've achieving. been really real achieving and having to be at peace to be like, you know what I'm actually okay with God and he's the one that makes me fruitful anyway and so if people see that and they are excited, great and if they're not that's that's actually okay as well
1: yeah, yeah yeah.
0: So, can I get an observation? So, what I would say for the achiever then, even though there may not be an external stroke, then you can take that to Jesus and say, "All right, my flesh is going to lean that direction. All right, right. flag. Let's go. Let's go low with Jesus." Um, what what it what but the positive side of how God's created you you're always going to be moving the ball forward mm. yes because the achiever needs to be active sure. in their faith or active in their work or active in their uh, expression even if they don't get the accolades externally they got to be doing something that right. is moving something forward right yes people processes the kingdom mm-hmm. yes. their own lives. And that's a beautiful side. So, and, and then where, where somebody might come in and say, oh, you're just too anxious and you're too active and right. no, actually I, I feel alive. Yes. It, it don't, don't, don't make me sit in a corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need time with Jesus, but I need to be active, whether I get the external accolade or not. Mm-hmm. And so that's a freeing thing. Sure. Yes, yes. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, and absolutely. I think that's
1: good to, where you're saying if when you recognize what your number and discover and become the healthy self, it's like you're not doing it to prove something. Like, yeah. I'm not... being the challenger to prove I've got the most strength in something, but I'm recognizing, like I said last episode, is that I have this this place where I can plow things forward to make a way for others, and that's like okay, how God made each of us in these unique places, or you have the four, the type four, where they are so compassionate, like they will sit with you in. Uh, your pain, yeah. and we need people that do that. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. not going to be me. Yeah. I, 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 will do that, like out of sure. love and uh, discipline uh, for yeah. people. But like, I'm probably not going to be your best person. Like, yeah. but you get my sister there, and she will just weep with you, and like, yeah. that's amazing. And yeah. so we, and I think that that's part of it is recognizing, like, we we need all of us. That's the beauty sure. of the body of Christ. And yeah. so where we get is thinking that our number is the best. Um, and I joke like about the sevens. They're so fun. But the reality is we like Jordan. He loves having sevens, well sevens as his good friends, because he needs to lighten up. Like he yeah. needs a seven to True. like, be like, let's just go and have fun yeah. because they're going to bring that, that lightness mm-hmm. to a situation or, and we need the one because we need someone like, I think a one is amazing for policies and procedures. Like it, yes. it, when I'm thinking of like who you're one and your staff, like I want right. a one to set up my policies and procedures mm-hmm. for an organization because they're going to do it Just right. So I think it's like us recognizing it, but we have to do it not work within our number in a place of not to prove something, but to be released into who God made us to be. Yeah. So
0: let's, again, if you're tracking with us and you're still trying to get your head around this, let me just say one thing that we're not saying. Is that I'm not looking at these numbers to find my identity? Right, right. Now we've said that, but but that's an assumption. Yes. Right. And remember, all of us are looking for books or tools or a preacher mm-hmm. or a friend or an accomplishment to bring us identity. Yes. What we're presuming, and and actually, the guys who created the Enneagram, the Catholics, uh, the Catholic monks, they they the 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 presupposition is that. I am a child of God through the blood of Jesus, therefore I am secure in the grace of God. Mm -hmm. And this is my personality that needs to have the beauty of God in it so that I can flourish, but also a recognition of the sinful side that gets out of control when it's not submitted to Jesus. But ultimately, I'm not an eight or a three or a one, I'm a child of God and this tool uh helps me understand as an eight Enneagram but yes. not as an eight child of God right I'm just trying yes. to kind so of pull that out yes. of everybody's soul so everybody on this on this uh, podcast if you don't know Jesus today's your day yes. if you do know Jesus it's a day to re-receive Jesus as Lord in the grace of God you're a son or a daughter of God you're beautiful made in his image for his glory we're good we're secure now. Chrissy's helping us again uh, to unpack that. So let's go back to you as an eight. How have you gotten healthy? You've mentioned a few things, yeah. right? Recognizing this betrayal and this pain that I had to work through. Um, so how do you feel good about yourself uh, as an eight?
1: Yeah, I, I think of learning, of being okay with um, not being afraid to stand up for things that uh-huh. I feel strongly about and recognizing that I might be, be one that has to defend others yeah. and like that that I'm needed in that place yeah. and also recognizing like with leadership like if there's not a leader in the room, I'll
0: fill the space
1: fill the space and yeah. that's that's okay And I think in where I might in the past have felt like oh you know,
0: Should, like, should I
1: not, not, but recognizing, no, that's, that's right. And that's, it doesn't, I don't have to be the leader. Right. And that's where you kind of have to parse it out. Like if you feel like you always have to be the leader, maybe do more work. But I, I can lead if it's needed and I can stand for justice if I need, if that's needed. So I think of recognizing and the eights have the most energy. Yeah. On the, of any number on the Enneagram. Yeah, right. And so, so why
2: don't you describe that a little bit?
1: Yeah. So they um and the just in teaching I've done eights like function with like a hundred and twenty percent
2: start the day.
1: With more energy and mm-hmm. just and just have more energy than mm-hmm. and so even Jordan and I it's helped you understand me a little bit more like
2: So Christy gets up at five AM yeah. and she's up <laughs> high energy until about 9 30 p.m and it's a pretty sharp decline but she goes she up she stays Z. up and and, uh, and, I, and i'm much more gradual yeah. on but both sides. but
1: i think again freeing like i think it's hey, free yeah, yeah that's who i am and also not everyone's like that So, I don't need to like put
0: expect everybody else to be like,
1: yes, um, and and your
0: husband, your kids, yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) Nine and the number nine has the least amount of energy Mm -hmm. on the Enneagram. Mm. So, not being surprised that they just like doing certain things is just more. they just don't and that's okay like that's how god created them five has a measured amount of energy so it's mm-hmm. like if you if you had a cell phone that was charged to 60% mm-hmm. every day that's what they start and so that's why a five likes to do things the same way every day because yeah. it it doesn't take as much energy but once their energy is gone it's yeah. gone so that's just a helpful thing
0: that's huge that's a, that's a beautiful thing to understand about family dynamics, team dynamics, work environments, friendships. And another
1: thing that's helpful is in your orientation to time. So there's three different orientations to time. You have the future, which are the numbers three, um, seven, and eight. They are future oriented.
0: Yes, living in the future.
1: Yes, and then you have the present, which is one, two, and six. And then you have in the past, which is four, or five, and nine. That has been super helpful in leading teams because I want to like, okay, what's the next hill we're gonna climb? Like, what's our next thing in the future? Like, oh, that happened in the past? Well, fine, but like, this is where we're going. Yes, like, yes. that's how we look and I'm sure, I, I mean, E3, yes, 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 yes. But it helped me realize because to be honest, at first I'm like, why do we even need to think about the past? Like, you know, just in an arrogant way. But I, we, in being in teams with people that are um, past oriented, I realized like, oh, you actually use the past to learn from your mistakes and history. There's so much value in that, in making your decisions in the future. So I uh, might be on a team with someone who's not oriented to that, but how can I utilize their orientation mm. for me making the future plans but recognize and affirm like okay you might not mm. be ready to climb that but let's use what you're where you're oriented to do that and then mm. the present i mean we all at least for me i need to be like more especially like mm. in parenting like okay we're right here like yes. with the kid and like appreciate like what we're doing right now so mm. that's another super helpful um helpful part of understanding it. And then another thing that's helpful is there's, it's, they, they call it the, there's different triads, which this is like way, but it's helpful in helping you under if you're trying to figure out who, what your number is. Yeah. So they, ha- you have the gut triad, the feeling triad and the thinking triad. Mm. And so I I was thinking about this for the past episode, but if you're still trying to figure out what your number is, then this, I'm just going to go through these really quick because I think yeah. it'll help you. So the gut, or Instinctual Center, you feel things in your gut. And so they're like you you engage in life and circumstance through gut instincts. Um, so your struggle there is going to be anger. For an eight, the anger is outward. Right. For a nine, the anger is um, passive-aggressive, and for one, the anger is internal. Mm. So if you're wondering, Mm -hmm. what number am I? Do you deal with anger? And are you feeling... Like, so many times I'll tell Jordan, like, in my gut, I just know this. And I mean, obviously, we have the Holy Spirit, too. So there's Mm -hmm. that. But there's also, like, I can feel it in my body. So that's the gut center. The heart center, or um, the feeling triad, they um, are able to feel things... engage in life and circumstance to their feelings. So they are like, I mean, this is Jordan two, three, and four. So he can feel a room when you're in it, like feel, okay, this person's feeling this way. This one's angry. This one's happy. And Mm -hmm. he's able to deal with that. Um, and so, um, that you can understand like your things through the feeling and then five six and seven is the head center or the thinking center so you're engaging in life through thinking and you're so you're thinking through, like, it's your head is where you're right. taking in most of the information. So if you're struggling between numbers, Jimmy, that might help you with mm, you.
2: Come on, please help like, me. Like, in thinking. I'm, I'm all here. Yeah.
1: Are you more. I'm fe- present. Are you more. Yeah, you're present.
0: I'm actually thinking about the future. Yeah, exactly. But exactly.
1: But are you, do you experience, like, I would look and see, do you. Do you experience life more through your gut or through feeling? Yeah. Yeah. That's what... And so that could help you distinguish like, oh, I probably am more of an eight than
0: a three. three. Um, So... The the interesting thing is, though, I do feel rooms, right? Yes. And and that is by nature. Yes. Uh, Because... Intuition is a part of a leadership gift. Yes, when you walk yes. into a room and you've got to discern people all the time, right. not trying. It's not like a, a fleshly thing. It's just yeah. a natural thing. Yes. So yes. So there is a little bit of that of reading the room. Yes. But I also live by my gut. So it's a it's a bit of a combo. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, so that'd think... be a
0: great example. So if people feel confused like I do right now, what yes. help me what out I, help me out. Bring me yeah, to clarity.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well I think I would go and and look a little deeper, like, okay You know, so would you say more your emotional struggle? Because for the heart center, the emotional struggle would be more shame. The the gut center is more anger. So like when Uh,
0: I would go to anger. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Mm -hmm. I think that that's where you just could go a little deeper of like when something happens. I just
0: want to repent publicly for that anger. (laughs) Just go ahead. ahead We all do. Yes. Yes. We all repent for
1: anger, our shame, our anxiety. The head center, it's anxiety. So that's got got it. Yeah, so that
0: makes sense. So anxiety, shame, or that—that's really, really helpful. Yes. Because yes. Because mine would be anger, not shame. Because when, when people talk in depth about shame, and I think, hey, I get it. Of course, there's things I'm ashamed of, but I don't. I don't live like in shame. Yes, yes. And uh, and anxiety. Of course, we all have anxiety about different yes. things, and I can I can go there, but I can also throw it off if I have to. Yes. But the anger piece is where I wrestle with God. Yeah. The journey. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So that and this is. I mean, the, the great yeah. thing about the Enneagram is there's so much about it. So the yeah. more you learn, it's a journey yeah. of self discovery. But yeah.
0: I just I, listen. I just want <laughs> to say. I just Got Yay! a coaching <laughs> there, here back. and hopefully it benefited everybody else. Yes, yes. Hey, here's the deal. We're running out of time. Mm-hmm. So you gave, give us a couple of resources and a closing thought.
1: Yes. Right. So I really love um, the road back to you is Suzanne Stabile yeah. and Ian Crone. And that's just your basic. If you read that, it'll be your basic book that's going to help you understand the Enneagram yeah. in a very teachable way. Um, way. So that's a book. And then I I talked about this. um, It's Beth McCord and she has a ton of online resources and it's called Your Enneagram Coach. And like I did, you can do your different number or discovering it. Um, But she has tons, I'm sure tons of free online stuff. sure So I would...
0: Free, that's key. Yes,
1: yes. And hers is from a biblical gospel centered. So it has that more of she's always tying it in. What is this? How does good the, go, what does you need to hear from the gospel from your number? Yeah. And I think that's a great thing. And then, um, I mean, just there's, I really like um, the podcast sometimes, you know, you oh, every time you have to like weed through, there's sure. good. And sometimes sure. a little, yeah, you yeah. know, not everything I agree yeah. with, like with, but Suzanne Stabil is a great teacher. And so her mm-hmm. podcast, um, are helpful, and I can't remember
0: the name of it. And what I would say, just a a little aside, so as an eight, though, you have no problem listening to a lot of opinions because you're gonna follow what you think is best, ultimately. (laughs) Yes, yes. So sometimes, as an eight, when I recommend things to people that uh, uh, take some sorting out, very difficult, especially for a one to listen to yes. a multitude of voices. Yes, yes, because they want to be right. Right, right, right. right. And exactly. So it brings anxiety. Yes. So yes. just know yourself well enough. Yes. And so what we and I know you'd say, theme. What we would recommend for everybody is go to a gospel center, biblically oriented yes. Yes. person understand it from the biblical worldview, then look at other resources. What happens is we get lost in the other resources and then we we have a hard time getting it back to Jesus in the Bible. Right. And
1: I think that my last thing would be like go and really find out before, so much about it for yourself before because there's a ton of stuff on Instagram it's like oh you're yeah, a nine if yeah, yeah. blah 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 and it's like that is very um
0: a shortcut to yes to reality. that's not yeah.
1: really teaching you but if you can learn about it then you're like oh yeah that's true and don't be like oh I don't fall in line with every single because the reality is it like really is. everyone's surprised I'm an eight because I'm yeah. so nice and I'm yeah. like I actually asked Suzanne Stabile I was like does that mean I'm not an eight if I'm so nice? And she's like, No, you're just probably healthy, not in like an arrogant way, but no, she's like a
0: healthy family. Yeah, that's up. okay. Yeah, that yeah.
1: So don't 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 box yourself in too much. Amen. Amen.
0: Wow. <laughs> all right. So Lord, we do. We just submit our lives to you. And as we prayed at the end of our last podcast, we want to love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Yes, Every part God. of it. We just want to love you fully and completely. Mm -hmm. And we want to love our neighbor. We want to understand the heart and motivations of our neighbors to serve them well and rightly connect people for your glory. And we want to love ourselves. And and again, in the past, I've had a tough time saying that uh, because I didn't want it to come off as self-centered. But Lord that beauty of how you've created us. and We pray that this little conversation will activate beauty yes, and God. activate love mm-hmm. in a way that would express your glory mm-hmm. in yes, Jesus' Lord. name. Amen. 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 Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmysibert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.